My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. We're, we're waiting for Cash Patel to get on right now. Um, he just got off of an airplane. But um, we have some stuff that, um, that we should probably talk about. And it, 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 there's so much to talk about with Cash. We're going to run through about 10 different things with Cash. Hopefully we get through all of it. But let me tell you before he gets on so I don't have to go through this stuff. Uh, he's a former uh, Department of Defense Chief of Staff. He was also the Deputy Assistant to the President on Counterterrorism. Um, he does have a site, fightwithcash.com. That's F-I-G-H-T-W-I-T-H-K-A-S-H.com. Um, and uh, there's, there's so, much, so many things we're going to go over with him. I don't even know where to. I don't even know where to begin with what's happening with January sixth and what's happening with the primaries. But there are people coming forward right now that are stating that in in Arizona that they could not vote that their votes were thrown out. But that actually happened. That just broke this morning, did it not, Mr. Producer? Yeah, and this is you know again after a long list of issues that people were having on the day of the primary, uh, being you know being turned away, machines not working. Uh, again, they've talked extensively about the the whole Sharpie Gate thing that Brian Lupo, uh, you know, has brought up repeatedly. But it, it's a nightmare. Well, and then you and then you on top of that, you look at what's happening in other states. Look at the, the same type of thing is coming out of Michigan. Same thing type of thing was was uh, uh, detailed in other primary states as well. But but there there's just a lot of information hitting us at the same time and the mainstream media is not covering it fox news isn't covering it no one's covering it but they cover this january 6 uh, clown show led by liz cheney who by the way leads it just so that they can say that it's a bipartisan group but by 70 80 percent when's the primary for for wyoming i think it's the ninth yeah so liz cheney will not be getting reelected. she will not make it past the primary but hold on a second, except for the machines. So on top... 16th. 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 On top of that, we have what's happening on a January 6th. So there was a January 6th prisoner that wrote a, an article, or excuse me, wrote a letter, and in that letter um, stated that, that he was recruited by... Um, what, Ray, Ray Epps. Epps. Recruited. He was recruited to go into the Capitol by Ray Epps. No, Ray Epps, the one that was... You know, was was found to be a patriot by both the left and the right. 
So I'm going to walk through a couple of things. It's just the more and more. Mr. Producer, do you have that article? So Ray Epps recruited me, political prisoner, writes, tell all letter from prison about his experience with notorious operative Ray Epps. And as we go up in this, you can see where um, th this is a picture of uh, Sean McHugh and his son before January 6th. And as you go into it, he says, okay. My fellow patriots, I'm a January 6th political prisoner being held in the D.C. Gulag. My name is Sean McHugh. I'm being held in very inhumane conditions in the DOJ's effort to try and make me plead guilty under duress. I believe they're trying to do this because I had direct contact as seen on video with Ray Epps, an individual who had been reportedly reported by multiple media sources to, to possibly have FBI connections and involvement for incitement. At the very least, he appears to be a government cutout protected by a lawyer who was formerly known as an employee of the FBI. In fact, the FBI has covered him by scrubbing his name from the most wanted list from January 6th after real journalism exposed his identity. I encountered Ray Epps, the real de facto leader of January 6, 2021, multiple times while in D.C. I had coincidental contact with Ray Epps throughout the day and people who appeared to be working in concert with Ray Epps. Other than Capitol Police attacking peaceful protesters without provocation or warning, Ray Epps was more responsible for the initiating the events that happened at the Capitol than anyone else. He has seen... On video, video, January 5th, encouraging other patriots to go inside the Capitol, which was very, in, which is the very inception of the whole idea to go actually go inside. However, he is still not indicted or spent one day in jail. I'm actually the one that labeled as a de facto leader of January 6th by the government and Chief Judge Howell of the D.C. Circuit. Here's a brief account of the morning of January 6th, 2021. Some details are left out as I still faced trial. And he goes through what Ray Epps did. Now, Ray Epps has never been charged. You have people that, that are sitting on these committees that say that Ray Epps is, is, a, is a patriotic American. He was there telling people to go in the Capitol. They're ignoring all of those facts. And to make it worse, the only person that's covered any of this is a guy named Tucker Carlson. Oh, that's not true. OAN covered it extensively as well. And when OAN covered it, what do you think happened? OAN covered the fraud inside the machines, covered all the truth. By the way, this is all truth that o OAN co covers. DirecTV, Dish Network, Verizon, Vios, all canceled the contract with OAN. Not because AO OAN had a failing viewership. It actually has more viewership than CNN. But they cut OAN because they were speaking truth and did not adopt to the narrative of the Biden administration and the radical left. You know, it, it, when, when he talks about inhumane conditions in the D.C. jails, it's, it's a pretty big deal. It's not like you're, you're talking about, um, it, it's like going in and, and staying in a Section 8 housing as opposed to staying at the, at the Trump Hotel. The difference is, is that it's not fit for animals. And what they're fed and how they're treated is it's scary. It's scary that that could happen in our country. Whether, whether you're a January 6th prisoner or not, nobody should be held in those conditions. The Department of Justice came in and said that the conditions that they were facing were, by all accounts, something that, that would not be acceptable in a third world country, and yet no one has done anything about it. And the January 6th prisoners have, have seemed to go out of the light of, of the... Uh, even the congressmen that are sitting in office on both sides of the aisle. So as we wait for cash to come in, um, I want to go through some things if we can. Mr. Producer, uh, we have a video 
And this is uh, Merrick Garland likes the word the word um prosecutors for Hunter Biden investigation. This is one of the things we'll be talking about. But I want to play this video. It's a uh, cut for uh, Merrick Garland. Let's go ahead and play that cut. C four, A four. Uh okay, got it, got it. All right. Do we need a special prosecutor to look into that? Um, so. As you know, the investigation is being run and supervised by the United States Attorney in Delaware, who is an appointee of the previous administration, and continues on as the United States Attorney. Um, um, the question of whether to have a special counsel is one that is it's an internal decision-making in the department, so I, I don't want to uh, make any judgments one way or the other, but um, I'm quite comfortable with the United States Attorney. Um, um, for that district, um, um, continuing in, in the role that he's playing. Nine times he said, um, 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 nine times. Um, 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 I want to play this. This is A1. This is Liz Cheney exonerates Trump. And this is her own words. Now, this is, by the way, before and after sh she goes out there and says that Trump is responsible for what happened on January 6th. Let's go ahead and play cut A1. Weeks. All right. And uh, what will the committee's report have to say about uh, why the assets like National Guard weren't prepped and ready? How, is there a testimony uh, already gathered on Speaker Pelosi's decisions or the sergeant of arms in the House and Senate on that regard? Yeah, you, we have an entire team. Uh, we've got five different teams in the investigation. One of them is totally focused on all of those issues of security at the Capitol and the response of the Capitol Police, the response of the National Guard, the response of the Capitol Police Board, what was going on at the Pentagon that day. So it's an entire focus of the investigation. You will see in our report, you will likely see uh, in upcoming uh, hearings. Um, and, and so it's certainly something that we're going to be very focused on. But, but what we aren't going to do, Brett, is blame the Capitol Police, blame those in law enforcement for Donald Trump's armed mob that he sent to the Capitol. Okay. Uh, but I do think you clearly have... there were intelligence failures. Clearly there were intelligence failures. Clearly uh, the security uh, <laughs> should have, have operated better than it did. Um, but, but this was a mob Donald Trump sent to the Capitol, and, and I think that's important to keep our, our eye on. There are several witnesses uh, who say they met with President Trump on January 4th, and he offered some 20,000 National Guardsmen uh, to protect the Capitol building on January 6th, but the offer was rejected. Is that true? Do you know that to be true? Well, his own acting Secretary of Defense says that's not true. Chris Miller has testified publicly that Donald Trump never issued any order to deploy the Guard to protect the Capitol. Uh, and, he can't and so I issue would point an order to, to his own Secretary of Defense's public testimony. He offered the Guard. And we also know that on January 6th, while the attack was underway, uh, Donald Trump did not place a single phone call to anyone at the Pentagon. He didn't place a single phone call to anyone at the Justice Department to say deploy law enforcement. Mm -hmm. He didn't place a single phone call to anybody at the Department of Homeland Security. And, and so uh, the, the notion that somehow uh, he issued an order um, is not consistent with the facts. They don't understand the difference between order and authorize very well. Yeah. Well, and, and authorizing, it's not his place. It, it would not be him that would actually authorize that. It wouldn't be him. He could order it. I mean, he actually can't order it. There's, there's a, there's a, it it's a pretty complicated mix-up at what happens in Washington, D.C. But I find it interesting that she comes out and says 
that Donald Trump did not make any calls. Donald Trump did not make one phone call. Donald Trump has a bunch of people around him, and all of those people have testified that they knew that there was a lot of people coming to D.C., and there, would be, there might be necessary to have someone come in and, and have the National Guard at the Capitol. But instead, what they did is they let things happen. They used people like Ray Epps. They created this kangaroo, this clown world environment, and then they blamed it on President Trump. But I find this even more interesting. With all the evidence, I mean, how many episodes have we had? 150 on election fraud? 200? 250? At least. Where we put concrete evidence in front of you. There's a report that came out of Mesa County. There's the Antrim report. There's all the things that happened on November 20th. There are the things that happened subsequent to November 20th. There's, or, or excuse me, uh, the 3rd of November in 2020. There's all the things that came out the, in days after. All of that evidence. There's the, and, and we have forgotten more evidence than then I could even recount. I mean, there's the, the, the shredder truck that in Georgia that had ballots in it that was protected by the FBI, then handed back to the sheriff's office, and then given back. This all happened. This all happened in November and December of 2020. This, this is not made up. There are the text messages that went back from Christina Bob at OAN and the uh, acting DHS director saying, hey, listen, what are we going to do with the... The, the, the truck full of ballots. It's out of my hand. I had to, I had to hand it back over to Department of, or excuse me, hand it back over to uh, the FBI, who then handed it over to the state and said it's a state's issue, it's not a, a federal issue, even though those ballots were evidence in the fraud that happened in 2020. They, they just let it go. They, they handed back the keys to the people who were stealing the election. And it's because it's a concerted effort by many people across the board in order to hide the fraud that was perpetrated on the American people, not just at the, fr the president's level. This did not just happen on January, or excuse me, on the 3rd of November 2020 against President Trump. That was not the only election that was stolen. And it's been proven. And we're seeing the same thing happen in the primaries. They've developed a system to be able to select, not elect people across the board, across any state and any position at every level. But we have a cut of Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, was, that Trump was told over and over again that there was not fraud, that, that, that was not stolen. Let's go ahead and play A2. President Trump is a 76-year-old man. He is not an impressionable child. Just like everyone else in our country, he is responsible for his own actions and his own choices. As our investigation has shown, Donald Trump had access to more detailed and specific information showing that the election was not actually stolen than almost any other American. And he was told this over and over again. No rational or sane man in his position could disregard that information and reach the opposite conclusion. No rational or sane man could reach a different conclusion. So do you know what Liz Cheney is basically telling us? Liz Cheney is telling us that nothing to see here and that the 70 million people that voted for President Trump, nothing to see here, and the guy that hung out in the basement got 81 million votes, nothing to see here, and he won the least amount of possible 
counties across America, to get to that 81 million votes, none of the ballots match. The machines are actually designed to fill in the circle to look like a human did it. You have a massive, you have Runbeck over here that's printing ballots. You have ballot companies out of Canada that are sending ballots down. You have ballots that came in a truck in, in Pennsylvania from God knows where down, or excuse me, in New York, down into Pennsylvania, delivered those. You had the issue of things showing up at 2 o'clock in the morning, big ballot boxes of ballots. You have them going through the system over and over and over again. You have the pipe that never burst, that it was a leaky toilet, but they shut things down and left and continued to count. All of that stuff behavioral deviations, that doesn't matter. All of the lies that have been perpetrated by Dominion, by ESNS, by Smartmatic, by all of these companies over and over and over again telling us that things are not connected to the internet, only to be told they can be connected to the internet, but maybe they, but they weren't that day. But there's no log files, so you can't tell what is or isn't connected to the internet. But we're supposed to believe that Liz Cheney, the daughter of Dick Cheney, the one that Basically is, I mean, I'll equate Dick Cheney to, sorry, I'm going to say it. Dick Cheney to me is like a lieutenant to Hitler. If you've seen any documentary about Dick Cheney, he gives zero craps about any American and sent Americans in to Iraq and Afghanistan to die in their little private chessboard killing millions of Iraqis and Afghanis. And you could sit here and say that weapons of mass destruction, they're terrorists. I got to ask you a question. If you want to go back 20, 20, not even 20 years, 15 years, go back to 2000, excuse me, 1996, when Madeleine Albright sat there on 60 Minutes and said it was worth it when they murdered over 500,000 children in Iraq. That it was worth it. That that loss of life was worth all of the campaigns that they pushed over in the Middle East. So let me ask you another question. If your kids died, if your sister died, if your brother died, if the U.S. caused mass casualty in your family, you, you know, I, I'm not, I, I don't know if I have enough forgiveness in my heart. And I know that many people have a lot of pain in their heart. So I can tell you right now unequivocally, that the, the, the amount of anger that I would have in my heart, it would, it would take all of God to get that out of my heart if, something, if someone did something to my family. And you're talking about generations that were lost, that, were, that, were, that bombs hit, mur that were murdered. And a lot of this is because terrorists were hiding behind them. But th this goes back 15 years prior where the United States is like the dog, a rabid dog. It's your friend until it's not. That are killing men, women, and children indiscriminately under the color of acceptable war casualties. And at that point in 96, it wasn't even a war casualty. It was us interfering with the sovereignty of another nation. That's Dick Cheney. Well, that daughter now is building this narrative that President Trump is this bad person, and we see all of this evidence, and we're supposed to just say, nothing to see here. Now, at the same time, there's all this evidence of election fraud they are suppressing and lying and using the media to tell us that there's nothing to see with the Hunter Biden laptop. Nothing. It's fake. It's a smear, it's a smear campaign. Never mind the smear campaigns and the wrap-up smear, smear campaigns that have been done against me and against many, many, many others. Never mind any of that. It's a smear campaign. And here's the problem with that smear campaign. 
Here's the problem with even saying it's a smear campaign. Hunter Biden is on video with underage girls. He's on video with underage girls and with prostitutes. Now, is that, is it, maybe it's a lizard. What do you think, Mr. Brewster? Is it a lizard? It might be a lizard. I know, I mean, I think Lizard Cheney's a lizard. I don't know what the, you know, lessening penalty would be if they're lizard children, but you have this kind of on record, very, 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 very impossible to refute crimes by the sitting president's son. And meanwhile, they're, they just sentenced a man for January 6th for seven years. Now, I'm at an advantage. I spent time in the Middle East and Africa, quite a bit of time. I've met with Guantanamo Bay prisoners. Now, I'm not telling you that the Guantanamo Bay prisoners are Boy Scouts. I'm not telling you that all of them are innocent, but I promise you there was many innocent people that were housed in Guantanamo Bay. And you can say, well, on September 11th, they blew up buildings. They did. And if we look at the amount of if we just look at the sheer amount of intelligence failures that we've had in our country, it would show you that they, they, not, they not only are not competent, but I believe they are complicit in the behavior against Americans. That's not a conspiracy theory. I'm, I'm not Alex Jones trying to tell you that this stuff is happening. We have proof that it's happening. And it's taking journalists that are not working for the New York Times, journalists that are not working for the state media group, because that's what they are. They're state media groups. These are state organizations that put people out there to write hit pieces and to sway public opinion by lying to them. And even when they're told that they have to come forward with the truth and they have to tell the truth, they still want to lie. But the Hunter Biden issue is, is, the, it is the direct example of the fact that we can't trust the government. CISA's response days after the election, the election was not even called yet, and CISA is saying misinformation, disinformation, nothing to see here, safest election in U.S. history, and then the entire media apparatus picked it up and ran with it. The same thing happened in August, September, October, November of 2020. The Hunter Biden story is not real. Hunter Biden is on record accepting bribes from foreign governments, China, Russia, Ukraine. Now there's a war with Ukraine. Right now, there's a war with Ukraine. Biolabs, are we even talking about biolabs anymore? No, 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 that's Russian disinfo. And guys, we're waiting for Cash Patel, who is at an airport. I assume that he's going to get on here shortly. He's getting to a place where he can get on. They're talking to him right now. We will go long to have him on. But I'm going to run through some of this stuff related to Hunter Biden specifically. <sighs> when we start talking about the things, the, you know, the butterfly effect of sorts, of things that happen across the country, we can trace things back to, you know, wars back to our interference as a country. Our government is actively interfering in elections and co-revolutions co around the world. There's a video of someone actually, what was that guy's name, that admitted that he's been a part of coups across the, who was that, Bolton? Yeah, find yeah me, Andrew find, Bolton. Find me that video. 
of saying that he was involved. He was bragging about the fact that he was a part of coups to overtake and not respect the sovereignty of another nation in other nations. Oh, I wasn't a part of this one, but I was a part of it in other places across the world. So they have to tell us a little bit of truth. But keep in mind, these are not just the Democrats that are doing this. These are Republicans as well. And I, and I was talking to a guy who was a, a journalist and uh, worked in the military. And he goes, Joe, I used to work in, on the Hill, and I was an advisor, and uh, he, he was in the reserves. And so he had to go do some work. And he, he stood as a uh, journalist, worked with Project Veritas and other organizations. And he said, I, I used to go visit pro-life organizations. And pro-life organizations hated pro-life people. And I go, that's impossible. He goes, no, let me show you. And he would show me correspondence, which were inconvenience for both parties, that they have to create that chaos because that chaos does not allow us to get centered, does not get focused on mission. And so the more we've become focused on mission over the last 18 months, I know they're going to be pushing us further and further towards some sort of war, some sort of conflict. I said before, based on what I've seen happen in the Middle East and Africa, that sometime in the next 6 to 12 months, we will have an armed conflict on our soil. Now write it down. What's today? It's today... Uh, the 4th of 4th, August, 4th 2022. Of August. You're going to come back and you're going to watch this. Within the next 6 to 12 months, we are going to have an armed conflict of some sort on our soil that is going to happen. And you can see the build-up to it. Go ahead and play that video, if you would, of uh, Bolton saying, <laughs> I, I've been a part of it, but not here. Not heed the advice and keep shopping around until you end up with this group of misfits with uh, like Michael Flynn and Sidney Powell. Um, is he just not capable of, of hearing no? Well, when it comes to his personal advantage, the answer is he doesn't listen to anybody else. But I think this, it's also important to understand, while nothing Donald Trump did after the election uh, in connection with the, the lie about the election fraud, none of it is defensible. None of it is defensible. Uh, it's also a mistake, as some people have said, including on the committee, the commentators, that somehow this was a carefully planned coup d'etat aimed at the Constitution. That's not the way Donald Trump does things. It's rambling from one half-vast idea to another, one plan that falls through and another comes up. That, that's what he was doing. As I say, none of it defensible. But you have to understand the nature of what the problem of Donald Trump is. He's, to use a Star Wars metaphor, a disturbance in the force. And it's not an attack on our democracy. It's Donald Trump looking out for Donald Trump. It's a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. I don't know that I agree with you, to be, to be uh, fair, with all due respect. Uh, one doesn't have to be brilliant to attempt a coup. Uh, I disagree with Wait that. As somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat, yeah. not here, but, you know, other places. To attempt a coup? Uh, I disagree with that. As somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat, yeah. not here, but, you know, other places. Okay. Uh, it takes a lot of work. And that's All right, take it down. I, I'm not laughing at the fact that, that he's talking about being a part of a coup d'etat. I'm laughing at the fact that he's bragging about it and smirking about it, but saying, oh, not here, not, not, oh, oh, not here, not here, while he is betraying the President of the United States. Now, keep in mind that he said that he goes from one rambling thought to the next, President Trump does. Okay, so let's talk about President Trump going from one rambling thought to the next. Huh. Let's become energy independent. Rambling thought. So in a four-year period of time, what did we become? Energy ind independent. Now what that did is it stopped these deals happening in China and Russia and other places, 
Because that was a rambling thought, right? Oh, wait, hold on. Minorities need more opportunity. Well, let's give them higher paying jobs and let's build out apparatuses that allow for blacks and Hispanics specifically to get higher paying jobs and to have the tools that are necessary in order for them to get those higher paying jobs. So what happened in four years? Minorities were getting paid at a higher rate and at a higher employment rate and positions of trust and authority than any other time in the last, any other time in history. And what had happened when Biden came into office? That quickly reversed track. Prosperity wasn't something they wanted the American people to feel, especially minorities in this country. So instead, they brought people up from the middle, from, from the, the Mexico through the Mexican border and said, oh, let's infiltrate and create chaos and spend all of our money on people that are not Americans. So I want to know, I mean, if you look at this and you look at the things that people say, they're acting as if President Trump is dumb. He's a dumb billionaire. What do they say about Elon Musk? Elon Musk was the smartest man ever in the world because he's very smart. And all of a sudden, he's dumb. Elon's actually not that bright. The guy built a rocket that goes up and comes back down and lands on a pad. Just no, not bright at all. He didn't do that. This is it sounds it's like Obama's deal, right? Obama talking about you didn't build it, somebody else built it. You didn't build your company, somebody else built it. You didn't do that. And so they attack Elon Musk because he's dumb. Richest man in the world, dumbest richest man in the world. Anyone that they don't agree with becomes the punching bag for these evil pieces of trash. That's truth. Man, uh, we're, we're still waiting. Do you have anything to get that is an update for people? No, we're just waiting. Why don't you go ahead and, and text again and see what, what the ETA is? I just did. Okay. Yeah, I will update you as soon as I know. All right. So He's stuck at the airport. They just got off a flight, so I'll keep you guys updated. All right, awesome. And and whatever what have you we will we will definitely even if we have to you, you get a call. No, okay, got it. Um, so let's walk through some of this stuff that we have. We cannot, and there's so much to cover. We cannot go after Biden, Hunter Biden. We can't investigate it because now we're going into a midterm election. We're nearly two years in. They're, they're talking about 13, 14, 15, 18% inflation before the 2024 election. They're saying that it's going to get really dark, that food is going to become scarce. Now, keep in mind, they're saying that all of that is misinformation and disinformation. By people that, by the way, make $40,000, $50,000 a year, these, these journalists walking around, probably getting special interest money on the, on the backside to write bad things about people, creating chaos in our community, misinforming and disinforming people, having tech companies that are knocking down truth, suppressing things, shadow banning things. I get shadow banned on, on Rumble. I get phone calls that says, look, from, a, from an indicator standpoint, Joe, you are, you are way up here. And I go, well, how come I only get 3,000 views on my Rumble page? <laughs> and they go, well, because you do the syndication. You're on radio stations and things like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So how, how do I get more on here? And because people are constantly sending me stuff saying we're being shadow banned, even on technology that's supposed to be right-leaning or at least nonpartisan. So we have all of this stuff that's happening to us. And the thing that they concentrate on right now that is most important to you is climate change. All this stuff is failing. 
Our, our government apparatus is attacking, attacking people on January 6th. They're making up this kangaroo, this dog and pony show that's absolute lies. The media is writing whatever they want. Tech companies are suppressing people. All of this stuff is happening. The elections are going on. Massive failures are happening in the, in the election systems across the entire country in every state related to these election machines. People are being threatened to, that they're going to be charged with a felony for standing up and saying you cannot use election machines in our county. It is, does not protect our people. That's happening in New Mexico. Forcing them not to vote their conscience or to, to listen to their constituents, but to listen to someone at a government level, at the state level, who's saying, I will charge you if you stand up for your constituents. That, my friends, is slavery. Now, while all this is happening, we're uncovering documents. People are coming forward. Tony Bobolinsky comes forward and says, 10% for the big guy. Joe Biden is involved in this. Joe Biden can't even answer a question. I think if you would ask him the question, he'd probably answer it. Yes, I was involved in it and got my 10%. All that was true. It was absolutely true, Joe. No, true. It's 100% true. He would say that and they would say, well, that's not what he meant. What he meant to say is that it's true his name is Joe Biden. <laughs> the more information we get, the worse it gets. And it doesn't, seem to, it doesn't seem to end. And I say all of this stuff and still tell you we're winning because we're uncovering all of this. Now, what we do with this information, I think, is really important. It's why having guys like Cash Patel on is also important because it gives us a kind of a peek into what we need to be concentrating on. So I'm going to walk through some of the things that we were going to talk to uh, Cash about. We'll ask questions about it. But... Uh, when we talk about Hunter Biden and the laptops, we talk about the Department of Justice. We talk about what Matt Gates did in the five minutes that he had with a DOJ senior official in charge of national security. And the fact they couldn't answer the question what was happening with Hunter Biden leads you to believe that the rules are for thee and not for me, meaning we're living in a fiefdom. We're not living in a country where it's run by the people, of the people, for the people, for the people, of the people, by the people. You have Biden that during this time with Ukraine, you know that they had the money that came in from Ukraine and, or excuse me, from China. You know the relationships they had in Ukraine, the biolabs, the metabiota. That, that's all true. Nobody has said any word about that not being true about Hunter Biden or Joe Biden. They just don't even address it. They just try to you know, gloss over it, including Fox News. I want to be really clear, including Fox News. And then Biden got on national TV and said that he pressured Ukrainian officials to fire a prosecutor investigating Hunter by threatening to withhold money. He, he said it out loud. He said, he, he literally said he's a national security threat in real time on TV. And what happened? Nothing. Garrett Ziegler through Marco Poli has, according to him, dozens if not hundreds of prosecutable crimes, including far violations, including egregious examples, raising money, and dealing with the CP CCP. You're required to the State Department to register as, a f as if you're lobbying with foreign entities. You're required. There, there's an office called the Office of Foreign Asset Control, OFAC. You also have to make sure that you're not involved in or having conversations with people that are on sanctioned or uh, watch list, in other words, sanctioned nations or terrorist watch list. You have to make sure that you steer clear of that. Anytime that you receive 
large sums of money from foreign entities, you have to clear that money through the State Department prior to accepting that money into a bank account. You are, you are also held to the financial standards in this country, even if you were to have money transferred into a foreign bank account, like in Mauritius or St. Croix or, or any of the number of tax havens across the world. That, that's a requirement. That's a requirement of being a United States citizen, as you, you may not engage in actions or behavior connected to sanctioned nations or terrorist organizations. Yet Hunter Biden did both of those things, and so did Joe Biden. When, when Joe Biden was pushed, and this is one of the things I want to talk to Cash Patel about, when he was pushed, he said he had no knowledge of Hunter's businesses, business dealing in Ukraine and the CCP. But then he came out and he actually said that he had knowledge of his dealings in Ukraine and the CCP. New York Times acknowledged that the Hunter Biden laptop is legitimate, which means all the information in it is legitimate. Yet the question was posed by Matt Gates to the senior official for um, national security. Where's the laptop? Do we know what the answer was to that? Do you guys know what the answer was to that? Let me tell you what it was. We don't know. I do. I know where it is. I know where it is. Ready? It's at the bottom of the, of the Potomac. They went and picked up that, that laptop in Delaware from JP. They went all the way across the bridge, and just as they were coming across the bridge to come into D.C., they flung it out the window, and it is at the bottom of the Potomac River. How much you want to bet for that, Mr. Producer? I will take uh, bottom of the Potomac for $500, Alex. All right. I, ding, ding. Hey, it's double. It's double jeopardy on this one. You got Woo, you get 1000 Who's paying it? Zach, you're paying it. All right. <laughs> and as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the Internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch everything you search for and everything you buy take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings that's ipvanish dot com forward slash daily we we the, the further we get in, and by the way, you are welcome to fact check me and do you ever notice by the way that the the, the radical leftists they don't fact check me 
I want him to. I've even invited him on. Didn't we even call? Didn't we call a leftist journalist on the show? Oh, that was great. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we had a conversation until somebody called a journalist and said, "You're on live with Joe. Shut up. Stop talking." That was awesome. We're gonna have to do that again. Let's pick someone to do that again too, shall we? I would love that. All right, we're gonna pick someone else. And for those of you just joining us, we're waiting on Cash Patel. Uh, I, I know that uh, Mr. Producer's trying to get him on now. He landed late at an airport, and we will get him on hopefully, and we'll we'll stay as late as we have to in order to to get this part, and we'll cut it out and put it back in the deal as well. Um, so then we, we get to election fraud. Now, keep in mind, they've told us that there's nothing happening with election fraud, that um, the establishment lizards are now demanding answers for the sake of transparency regarding the text messages from yourself and other staffers related to your role in January 6th. This is a question I'm going to ask Cash Patel. Yet, we have testimony from someone that, by the way, they've been suppressing forever, and that is from Clay Parikh in the Lake versus Dobbs case, who talked about the fact that Dominion themselves stopped security testing, stopped them from security testing, from doing testing on the main code of their system, and said, you're not allowed to test that. Now, he was a tester. It took him on the average two to five minutes. didn't matter what system he was getting into. He could hack into it. They say that there's no evidence, there's no direct evidence that ties it to election fraud. I would tell you right now that people have been sent to prison for multiple life sentences with no body, no gun, no body, no anything else, found guilty of murder because there's all this evidence. We don't have circumstantial evidence. We have actual factual evidence of Dominion interfering with the ability for the American people to have a safe and secure election using these machines. These machines cannot be relied on at all. Now at the head of all that is a guy named Eric Coomer. He is the director of strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems. True story. By the way, did you know that someone gets paid to literally sit here and watch every one of my shows because they want to hear the words Eric Coomer? They want to hear me say it. Director of Strategy and Security, and now he's the head salesperson for Dominion. He goes to every state and does that. He also makes sure that he handles any sort of security issues. He also makes sure that he talks to all the media. He is the one-man band inside of a company that takes a billion or so dollars or more from states around the country, 50% of the vote of the American people. I mean, if we base it off of what happened in Georgia, the $100 million contract, and he does 50%, so 25 states, that's $2.5 billion. Where, where? I just want to know that if the machines are not influencing the election, then why is there so much evidence, and why is the mainstream media not even curious? Why do they not even talk about it? And by the way, if we look at what happened prior to 2019, why is it that Kamala Harris and all the rest of the leftists that are saying there's nothing to see here were the ones screaming from the highest building that there's election fraud, election fraud, election fraud? It's because the devil has to tell you what they're going to do. The devil has to tell you what they're going to do before the devil does it. There's a system called the Eric system. They talked about it in the Lake versus Hobbs lawsuit. This Eric system has known vulnerabilities. Even despite the vulnerabilities, states were pressured into using this system, which combines all of the voter data in multiple states around the country. I believe it's 37 or 38 states. 
And even knowing the vulnerabilities, people signed up, states signed up to be a part of this Ericsson system. Eric system, excuse me. In that Eric system, you have the ability for them to record votes. People move from one state to the next, next state. It'll stay on the voter rolls here and then show up in another voter roll here. And there are examples of people that voted in Georgia that also voted in North Carolina, that voted in New York, that voted in Colorado, that voted in Arizona. Because the system tied those things together and because the election system was designed to defraud the American voter, because it was selecting not electing people at every level across the board, even in Republican environments. I call them operatives. These are people that run in positions that are supposed to be nonpartisan. They get in there, tell everyone they're conservative, and then they vote for things like critical race theory and other things. They are selecting people in multiple places in order to steal the voice of the American people. That is what they are doing. And they use these apparatuses to make something that should be very, very simple, very complicated. And then they tell the American people that you don't understand elections. You don't understand how elections work. So let's break it down for you, if I can, for just a minute. Elections are very simple. If I go to vote and I have John Smith or Joe Smith, and I like John Smith or Joe Smith, I like Joe Smith, and I vote for him, that becomes one vote. If, I, if, if, if we simplify our election very simply, and keep in mind, this is why they convolute different campaigns and develop bills that are very, that, you know, so you're, you're voting on this little paragraph. You're really not voting on that paragraph that I want to legalize marijuana. It's this little paragraph. And you can't read anything more than the little paragraph. You're supposed to go back and read the 500 pages before you vote on it. But in that page, it'll say, I vote not to not have marijuana in our state. That's how they write it. So people are like, okay, not, they don't want it. Okay, no, I don't want that. Or yes, I do want that. Yes, I do not want the not having, not having the not having marijuana. So I vote not to not have marijuana, which means you really are two negatives to positive. You really want marijuana. So then you vote no on something that ends up being a yes, and yes on something that ends up being no. That's why they make it confusing. It's really simple. It should be, it should be one sentence. I would like to have marijuana inside of our community. That was easy. I mean, I use that as an example, right? Because the next thing that we have to talk about is the fentanyl and Chinese connection and what's happening to our kids. 27,000 kids last year died of fentanyl overdose. 27,000 young people. I mean, if, if fentanyl was an AR-15, let me tell you something, they would be rushing. They would be rushing to make sure that that didn't hit our streets. But it's not. And at the same time that this, this is happening, so there's an Erickson report shows that a foreign company was awarded the contract that routes our 911 and emergency calls. That actually happened. And the reason why I talk about that is because th there, there's so many different pieces that we're missing, that we're not putting together. We're not building the board. Anybody ever seen like the, the old um, Hawaii Five-O? They'd have a board, and on the board, they actually had strings, and they wrote strings, and they connected people. Well, I've seen Marco Polo, the Marco Polo group specifically, specifically go through and tie all of those things together, and they, they basically build a board, and they like, this company is tied to this company, tied to this company, and the, the mainstream media freaks out about it, and then they go, eh, the American people are too stupid. You guys don't understand that. So, so why, why, why concentrate on that? Why... Why even say anything about it? Just let them go. Because no one will actually believe that. And we'll just say, ah, it's fake news. 
See, that's what they do. They just take this little magic wand and they say fake news. And then from there, you just are constantly trying to figure out what's true, what's not true. So as you start putting all this stuff together, you tie in what they're doing with fentanyl, what they did with the China virus. Let's call it what it is, the China virus. COVID-19 is a China virus. It came from Wuhan, China. They spread that on purpose. 18 months almost to the date, by the way, the same thing they're doing with monkeypox. They predicted what would happen with the monkeypox virus down to the day down to the day, and they left that one part. It adversely affects gay people. They left that out. You heard that, right? So I'm safe. And, and by the way, if, if, you're, if you're gay and you have one partner, you're probably safe too. Now, I'll accept you where you are, not where I want you to be. But as we go further down this, we start looking at Wuhan installations near missile silos where they have the ability to capture data. You had the investigations into Rodney Jaffe. You have FISA warrants. You have the Russian disinformation campaign that was built and funded by companies that are back tied to China. You have different campaigns that came out in, in November of, uh, you, guys, you guys heard about this, Italia Gate, Italian Gate, you know, the Italian gate deal where they arrested someone and he had information and he had packet captures and we were talking about packet captures and you had Dennis Montgomery and Mary Fanning. You had all this chaos happening all at once. And it was all tied back to China. You, you have, what's his face, who still sits on the security? What, what's that guy's name? He, he's the one that had the Chinese mistress, Chinese spy. Swalwell. Swalwell, yeah. Swalwell. Eric. Yeah, and Fing Fing. Fing Fang. Fing Fang Fong. And yet, nothing to see here. You still get access to national security secrets. You're sleeping with a, a Chinese spy, sent back, no problem, nothing to see here. And yet, we're not allowed to have any sort of accountability. And here we are. Guys, I don't know. I don't know where, where he is yet. I don't know. Do we, we have anything at? I just called again. I got no answer. All right, so we might have to just reschedule it. Yeah, we might have to reschedule it, but I'm going to keep going through some of this other stuff, and we'll get him back on. Just make sure we change it so that people aren't watching it thinking Cash is going to be on um, for the uh, title. Yeah, I will. No we'll problem. get him back on. Here's the, here's the difference. Cash Patel will, will do something, and he'll normally, most people don't go live. M most shows are not live. We go live twice a day, and when we go live twice a day, we, we bring guests in. And we waited an extra, I think, five or ten minutes on this to see if we can get him on. We will get him on, um, but being live is a little bit different than pre-recording it because I can move stuff around. Well, I can't move stuff around when it's live. So as we start talking about the January 6th and the Durham investigation, here's something that we had. We had a video that I wanted to show you that having to do with um, the Sussman trial. And for those of you that don't know, the, the radical left and, and, the, and Republicans that have stood against President Trump. It, and I have to ask you a simple question. This is a very simple question. Why are Republicans, why did they fight so hard over those four years against President Trump? I'll wait here. Why? Why did they fight so hard against him? What did President Trump truly do? Let's examine. I think we should do a podcast on that. What do you think? Do a broadcast on that? What did President Trump do over his four years that was 
self-gratifying and did not benefit the American people. What did he do? Did he get paid? Mr. Producer, did he get paid? Nope, donated his salary. Well, why lost billions. So he lost billions of dollars of value. So, so this gets into intent. This gets into why people do things. I want you to think about it for a minute. The people that are against President Trump, that are out there yelling at President Trump, I want to know what President Trump did in the four years to hurt the American people. He exposed the deep state media and the deep state within the government. He cut and eliminated people's you know, personal slush funds made it so people could not go from working in government to going and being a lobbyist, put time limits and restraints on people within government self-dealing. He did all of that. Opened up energy independence for America, made it so that minorities, specifically by signing into legislation, minorities would have more access to opportunity and higher paying jobs. He did all of that. Cut tax loopholes, made sure that China had a fair trade deal with the United States, renegotiated NAFTA. I can walk down a list of things that President Trump did in this country to help America. Forced other countries to pay their fair share in dealing with global organizations. Pulled us out of the WHO. What did he do? What did President Trump do that hurt the American people, that hurt you? Largest gains in history on the stock market. Removed legislation. Removed. Uh, uh, um, took things out of the way for small to medium businesses. Deregulated many parts of the government in order to give the American people more opportunity for advancement. And it worked. What did President Trump do to grow the d- disgust of the Republican Party? Why is the Republican Party so against the American people being empowered and restoring order to their community? Why did they have a bipartisan effort in order to destroy the American people? It's because they hate you. Why are the rules for thee and not for me? Because they think that they run a kingdom. Why does Biden say that you have to have an F-16 and and, uh, nuclear weapons in order to stop the government from doing whatever it wants? Because they don't respect you. Hey, if I'm lying, I'm dying. What have they what did Trump do and what have the Republicans and Democrats done to help you? What did Liz Cheney do by having this kangaroo deal? You gotta ask basic questions. I mean, I have five pages of basic questions I wanted to ask Cash Patel. We're gonna be able to ask him. At some point we will ask him. But if, even if you're Captain, you truly are Captain Dum Dum, you have to ask the question, if you cut through the rhetoric, what in the world was Tres- President Trump thinking running for president, knowing as much as he would lose and as much as he would have to sacrifice in order to stand up for the American people? And what did the Republicans and Democrats do in order to facilitate making your life better? They did nothing. They were obstructionists for four years. Even those people that President Trump is standing up for to get back into Congress, many of those people were obstructionists as well. And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family 
and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs. Uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry, if you need something to protect your home, go to DCF Guns at any of their locations. Uh, if you go to dcfguns.co, uh, which is what you're looking at right now, you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now. Make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's going to work for you, that's going to allow you to be prepared, get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes and most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. We, we, are, we are at a place where we overcomplicate things. We overcomplicate because uh, there's opportunity in chaos, and chaos. And chaos basically, it, it benefits the, the enemy. I look at what I, how I get attacked, and I'm not President Trump. I don't, I don't, I don't have his influence. I don't, I, I certainly don't have his money. I don't have his success. Yet I've been successful, modestly successful. I, I like it. I like what I've been able to accomplish, despite the lies that they tell about me. But the amount of energy that rhinos, people that are actually leftists, and leftists spend. Attacking people is debilitating. They, they want you to make a decision. And by the way, this reminds me of what Lynn Wood does. He spends lots of time attacking people. God love him. He had a great career. But you can't, you get no, you get no, there is no peace. There is no letting up on it because it, it, either they're driven by self-importance and clicks, true clicks, not clicks of advertising clicks. Like I, I came out and put my entire family in jeopardy and did all the things I did because I needed this. I needed to have this, this pain. I wanted to be a podcaster. Actually, you know what? I said that myself. Self, Joe, you want to go be a podcaster, don't you? Don't you want to be a podcaster? You want to be a podcaster, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to make you stand up, and then we're going to make you a podcaster, and you're going to give up all the stuff that you've been passionate about for, for the last couple of decades. That sounds like a great idea. You, you in? And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> the, the things that people have to go through in order to stand up for truth is hardly worth it. But if we break it down very simply, you just have to ask simple questions. Here's the litmus test for you if you're out there trying to figure out what's true and not true. Here's the litmus test. Why would anyone stand up and run around parroting a lie? Why would anyone try to find something that's a narrative to destroy their life? Why would they do that? The, the standing up for truth, and I equate this to what happens to women who are raped. Because let's be honest. Some women lie. Some, Brian Banks out of California was a, was a rising star. A woman said that he raped her. He didn't. 
she came fame, came forward four years later. He was on track to be one of the NFL's rising stars. Lost his opportunity, went to prison, only to be exonerated years later because she came out and told the truth. And, and by that time, it was too late. So because of that, because of that in particular, and I'm not saying that, that all women lie, that I'm, let me get through this thought. Because of that, we find ourselves in, that pl in a place where people don't believe rape victims and they shame them. Many times it's true. Many times men are just scumbags and they raped that woman. But they hide behind it and that's the same thing that, as a country, we've been raped. And like, ah, you know, no, nothing to see here. No, no, these guys are just conspiracy theorists. I mean, that means that you, would have to, that you would have to wake up every day. You would have to wake up every day saying, I want to ruin my life, and I want to cause as much pain and anguish as I possibly can for myself because you know that the attacks are going to be relentless. And so I'll ask you again, what did President Trump do to this country that was so bad? The Russian hoax was found out to be a Russian hoax. It was a Russian hoax. So let's pull that out of the equation. If you look at a series of what happened over that four years, and you start removing all the stuff that was white noise, there's nothing left. It's a clear glass window. And President Trump did everything he could to stand up for the American people. Now, do I think he makes the right decisions all the time as far as who he supports in, in different environments? No, I don't. I absolutely do not. But I'll take him, the unselfish one that lost billions of dollars, that literally donated his salary and waited up every night, 15, 16, 18 hours, did not take many trips out, got criticized every time he went to go golf, got attacked by both the left and the right, the appearance of the left and the right. It's all one group of people. I'll take him. I'm not going to get mad at him for supporting the LIV, the Live uh, Golf Deal, because the PGA is just as, again, it's, it's, it's an apparatus that has garnered power and the people at the very end of the stick, the people that are actually in, on the golf tour, 80% of those people are broke. Sorry, they're broke. People are playing on the PGA tour making 50 grand a year. And you're just like, well, they've got to be a better golfer. Well, the PGA is making money on all those people. On the backs of those players, they're making money on it. And the LIV, and I don't care how you feel about this, but you can't go out and get mad at President Trump for advocating for free enterprise because you're like, oh, it's a Middle East company. See, this is the thing they do. They narrate all the negatives, and they say that anytime the President Trump stands up and says the thing that he wants to, that he's the bad guy. But you can't show me anything that he's done. You can't show me the tree, the fruit from his tree that's rotten. I can't see it. He makes a crude comment about a woman walking off of a bus. Okay. I've made crude comments in my life. 99% of men out there have. And don't tell me that you're going to stand on some sort of uh, thing and say that you're w without shame, that you're without any sort of sin. Because you're not. The Durham investigation ended in Sussman. Let's go back to that. The Durham investigation ended with Sussman, specifically, ended with Sussman being... Uh, exonerated by jury nullification. They had him dead to rights. They had him working for the Clinton Foundation. Sussman literally went around the corner and bought the hard drive, bought 
the USB drive that delivered it to the DOJ, delivered that information to the FBI, delivered that information on a USB drive that was downloaded on USB drives that he went around the corner and bought. He bought at the store. Pay attention to this. This is how bad our system is, and this is why they want to sit there on the left and the right and do this thing to shake you. You know the thing where they shake you and leave you there? And like you walk around, if you're, if you're a hunter, they do it to birds, and they try to shake them and put them in the bushes, then it flies off and it's disoriented, and boom, you shoot it, right? That's what they're doing. They're shaking you. Took the USB drives. Fact check me on this. Bought the USB drives, came back, uploaded the information onto those USB drives, and then charged the USB, the use of the USB, and, and the time it took to do that to the Clinton campaign. But said he's not working in capacity of anyone. And they let this guy go. They let a guy go with a witness, which, by the way, that witness is going to end up getting shot in the back on the street somewhere. I pray to God that they move to a place where they have access to weapons. You're talking about Cassidy? Yeah. It's unbelievable. But you don't get to hear the real story. I just picked out one small piece, just one piece. Sussman, Durham trial, Durham had a dead to rights, had a ironclad case. Ironclad case, but tried it in the middle of Washington, D.C. And they nullified, they pounded their fist and nullified jury nullification to let him go because you know what? The ends justify the means. They found him not guilty. Not guilty. They found him not guilty. Not guilty of conspiring with Hillary Clinton. Not guilty of, of lying and passing on those lies in order to obstruct the, the four years that President Trump was in office. I have said for a long time, we need people that are in office. We need people that are in office. We need, that are in office that do things to protect the American people. President Trump gets in there and says, look, I'm, he says it on Inauguration Day. He's like, I, this is not a handing of power from one president to the next. This is a handing of power back to the American people. And he spent four years doing that, and it scared them to death because it would have led to mass prosperity for the American people. It would have led to a return of normal, to get rid of the, the massive amounts of hate and malcontent that was created by this psyops called the CIA, FBI, co-revolution, Radical leftists, the breeding ground inside of the academia, all of that happened. You know, the, the, I don't, I think we're going to have to punt on Cash Patel. I'm assuming that's what we're doing, right? Yeah, I haven't gotten a word yet. Okay. So for those of you that showed up and you feel like a bait and switch, yeah, I didn't. Um, but it was a pretty good podcast, I think. It's a really good podcast. It was. We went over a lot of stuff. Can I go? Uh, can I go a little conspiracy theory real quick with you? I mean, as long as it's not so conspiracy theory that it's unbelievable, make sure it's real. Well, I just find it. It's not even really conspiracy theory. I just find it fascinating. Um, if anyone's ever seen the movie Departed, I find it interesting that back in 2006 they have, and in the timeline of the movie, it was in like March until July, I believe, and they actually, <laughs> they actually have. Uh, someone undercover selling microprocessors to the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, talking about 
you know, nuking Taiwan. I think it's just, you know, fascinating that that's happening at the exact same time of year right now. Well, and Pelosi landed in Taiwan, didn't spend a lot of time there, but it was enough in order to create a, what could be a war sparked in Taiwan. We are, I mean, I will tell you this, we are in a world war right now. There is global conflict between states, and the World Economic Forum is right in the middle of it. The WHO is right in the middle of it. Ukraine is right in the middle of it. I don't even know if Russia is a part of it or not a part of it. I would, I would like to think that they're trying to break up or, or disrupt this, this globalist environment that's happening across the globe. I would hope that that's the case. But sensibilities need to return to our community. And if we don't get sensibilities back in our community, we have no hope of saving this nation. If we don't change the culture, you know, this, this idea that they can, you know, Clarence Thomas used to teach a law class. I don't know if you saw this, but he used to teach a law class at George Washington University Law School, GW. And he, um, they, they had this woke mob that came in and said, he's not allowed to speak. Absolute censorship. And the administration said, listen, we have, to, we have to embrace other ideas. But see, that's not what communists do. That's not what Marxists do. That's not what people that are hateful, evil people do. They want to silence you. They want to bully you. They want to intimidate you and lie about you and smear you. That's what the radical left is. It is not a difference of opinion anymore. It is the radical, radicalized evil of our society, the devil himself, and it is normal Americans on the other side. Democrats, Republicans, independents, it really doesn't matter. Everything is infiltrated and everything is a lie by these people. But Clarence Thomas says, you know, it's not worth it. I wish he would have said it was worth it. I do wish that Clarence Thomas would have said, you know, it's worth it. I'm going to go and teach this class. Because what happens by relenting to the radical left is that we give up the ability to have honest discourse. That's why the radical left won't come on the show and debate me. They won't. I've asked them. Come on. Pick it. Come on and pick it. Bring all your receipts. I'll bring mine. But they won't do that. And they won't do that because they can't. They can't. You can't justify their behavior. Because the devil can't justify it. He can only tell you what they're doing. Well, he can't justify it. So we'll get Cash Patel on later on this week. Maybe we should just pre-record it during the day. Do something where I'll we figure can. out when we can get him back. All right. Um, I'm going to pray for you guys. If you guys haven't heard me pray before, um, I pray at the end of every podcast, every broadcast, and um, it's needed. And I think it's working. I think there are a lot of people that are actually praying at the end of broadcast, and it's, it's working. Bringing God back to our community restores order. So let's pray. And then I got, uh, and then I'll, uh, yeah. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to have this broadcast. Thank you for the work that uh, Cash is doing. I know he couldn't be with us here today. But I just want to thank you for having him uh, be an effectual voice for truth, Father, and for fighting. Father, thank you for Trump, for the four years that he gave us. Thank you for having him slow down, stop, reverse, and do things to give prosperity to our communities across the country, regardless of their political affiliation, Father. Thank you for the, the courage that, that President Trump had and continues to have. Father, thank you for the leaders in our communities who are standing up for our children 
who are standing up for businesses, who are standing up in their faith. Thank you for the pastors that have the courage to stand up and say, you will not shut us down. Thank you for those leaders that stand in front of what they know to be a lie and call it what it is and call them what they are, liars. Father, thank you for the time and the voice that you give us on this show. Thank you for our our team and the hard work that they put in making sure that we can get these messages out. Thank you, Father, for, for the sacrifice that came hundreds of years before us. Father, help us that we may, we may honor that sacrifice and we may stand with courage and we may have the stamina to fight through, that we may step over any discouragement that we have, that we may align with each other and we may set aside petty differences to get to the result and the result of restoring you to our community, Father, and restoring truth to our environment. Father, help us to protect our children guard the hearts and minds of those, those children that are going to school and, and stand as a, as a barrier between our children and grandchildren and future generations, stand in between those children and the people that would do harm to them, that are trying to teach them that they somehow are not a full person or somehow they can, they can be something different than what they are, what you've made them to be, Father. Please stop the indoctrination, Father. Please stop the grooming that they're doing to our children. Please help us to stand as warriors for you, Father. Regardless of the consequences, that we, we, that we can stand up and stand together, and we can stop the devil himself from trying to take over this world. Thank you, Father, for, again, for the, for the time that you give us. Thank you for the people. Thank you for the people that are the ambassadors of truth that walk with truth. Help them that they may reach those that are, have their head buried in the sand. That they may change hearts and minds by discussing truth and that you will open up their hearts and minds to that truth. We ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Yeah, so Gammy says, hey, Joe, if Cash makes it, do a video interview and post it where we can catch it whenever. Yeah. Yeah, we will do that. We are, uh, we, there, there's, there's, typically what we'll do is we'll run through a bunch of, of different cuts. I didn't want to play all of the cuts today because I wanted to save them for the, the uh, Cash Patel interview. And you can catch Cash Patel, by the way. Um, th there is a site that you can go to, and that is he's Fight got, with Cash. What's yeah, he's that? got Fight with Cash and then also Durham Watch. He's got the Durham, what's that? DurhamWatch.com. I'll put that up on screen. Okay. Um, so there's there's ways you can support Cash. Um, I've been on a couple of calls with Cash and um, you know him gathering information. So you can go to DurhamWatch.com. D-U-R-H-A-M-W-A-T-C-H.com and then fight with Cash. F-I-G-H-T-W-I-T-H-K-A-S-H.com. All right, so that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, thanks for joining us today. We'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. I will tell you that there's, I, I am going to do a special, and I, and I know I've been talking to the producers about this, but th there's a hit piece of all hit pieces that came out, and uh, one of the things that was said, well, many things that was said, but they said a lot of things that 
have massive implications. One, they said that my previous company didn't have good technology. So we're going to show some of that technology on that previous company. I've gotten permission from them to show some of that technology. Uh, you might even want to, you know, if, if you run a, a medium to large business, um, I'm not going to talk about the companies that use that technology, but I would venture to say there are Fortune 500 companies using that technology they say isn't real. Um, actually, I know that there are Fortune 500 companies using it. Um, I'm not a part of that company anymore, but I want to talk about that. The other thing is that they talked about is that my brother was not murdered by a police officer and they talked to the police and the police said that. So now I have a case against the police even bigger because now they're saying that I lied. So what I'm going to do to honor my brother, who by the way, died five years ago tomorrow, um, I'm going to play what I was not supposed to have access to, which is the police scanner of them for a traffic stop calling in helicopters and dogs in order to hunt my brother down just before they knocked him off of a motorcycle at 90 miles an hour into a wall where he hit a pole broke his neck and died they chased him for 40 minutes 30 minutes and they wanted to teach him a lesson well they taught him a lesson they killed him but they 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 did something they they came out and said that it's that that my brother was not killed by the police and he was 100% murdered by the police. And so I'm going to do a special on it because I think it's important. And I, I don't, you know, the, 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 why I don't talk about hit pieces is because you, if I sit here all my time justifying hit pieces, if I, if I sit here and go back and forth on hit pieces and, and say, this is a lie, this is a lie. No, I didn't get sued 52 times. No, uh, no, no. No, 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 no. I can say here, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I w I've never seen a more magnificent hit piece. They call it a wrap-up smear. It's a perfect piece that has nothing to do with, with me and everything to do with discrediting me in light of that piece of shit, Eric Coomer. But this part specifically, I think needs to be, we, we at least got to call it what it is. And then you guys can decide the rest. Is the fruit of my tree actual fruit? Would you eat that fruit? Or is it rotten? And I'll let you decide. So we'll do that probably, if I can get producer to agree to that. He doesn't want to do it. He wants me to give him the finger and move on. But, all right. Hey, God bless you all. I will see you tonight at 4 o'clock. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble, on Frank Speech, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word freedom to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.